Welcome to episode 11 of Love You podcast, and we are going to talk about letting go today. I am Javon. And I am Summer. And welcome. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, so um, I decided to do one about letting go. I told Javon, we got to do one about letting go because my clients just can't let go of their control of shit. (laughs) 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 This whole illusion of control that everybody thinks they have. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And, and I actually have struggled with this. Um, I feel like I'm 10 times, you know, better than how I used to be because I used to do it. um, So like, unconsciously that I didn't even realize I was doing it. And so like now I can see and, and, and see when I'm doing it and I'm aware of when I'm doing it. And um, that definitely helps. Uh, there are certain topics and areas of my life that it's easier to let go of control than in others. Um, so I'm still working through it. Honestly, I'm like a, a work in progress always learning (laughs) yeah but aren't we all for real yes yeah I mean we're we're all I mean I I can say that I got a handle on it right now um it doesn't mean that something huge is you know but it's, it's actually I've been it was something last year that was really hard for me and since I let go of a relationship that wasn't serving me it's like everything has fallen into place and and uh it's been like oh this happened all right, then. <laughs> oh, this happened now. Oh, all right. You know, it's like I've been just dealing with it as it comes. And I've, I'm not sure what clicked and shifted in me. But I feel like I've, I'm like, uh, but that control is what keeps you stuck, which is what we talked about in episode 10. Well, was that nine? Episode nine, we talked about. But that it's that thing that I've got to I gotta have this before I have this. I gotta have this before I have this. Instead of letting it go and being like, you know, like I—I I mean, it's you—you you can use the word God or the universe or whatever, knowing that really whatever's gonna happen is gonna fucking happen, and you don't control shit. <laughs> so you could be like, I have to have this job before I, ha- you know, I leave a relationship or whatever or before I'm happy right or before you're happy or I have to live here before I'm happy or I have to be with this particular person to be happy but you have no control over that person or that job and even if you have it what if you have it and it's a shitty ass job (laughs) you're like this is not what I thought it was so or they fire you within a week or they close down or you know you're never secure there's no promise of security ever Yep. And and I feel like, you know, and that's a great point because really the things we think in our life make us secure. It's like, it's all an illusion because at any point in time, they can easily be ripped right out from under us. Um, because things happen, you know, tragic tragedies happen. And, um, how, how are you going to respond if that happens to you? Um, because that, that's kind of when you, you know, your make it or break it point, you know, it's like when you just like lose it. Um, and I feel like sometimes 
for a lot of us, that's our, like how we wake up, you know, having an experience like that, so drastic that we almost have no choice but to let go of control because we can't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing we can do. So I wanted to bring up, um, an, uh, uh, I guess a vision, so to speak, that came to me one time. Cause, um, it was probably, um, early last year. Um, so we were going through some financial stuff and, you know, and I always try, so we were struggling. My husband was laid off. Um, you know, I wasn't making much money and, you know, we have all these, we have bills, we have mortgage, um, to, to get paid. So we were going through some financial issues and, it was really hard. And I feel like this is, this is the one thing that really tends to like trip me up still today. Although I'm better, I'm so much better than, than where I was, but I found myself like, um, okay. So say we've got all these bills we need to get paid. We have no money coming in. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know how we're going to do it. It feels, it feels horrible, you know, cause it's like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like if we can't pay our mortgage, what is going to happen? Are we going to lose our house? Are we going to end up homeless? And, you know, it's like all of these thoughts, you know, come, um, come into play. And I was doing, I was staying at the kitchen sink, um, one day because prior to that I was thinking, okay, well I can do this. Like I was even, honestly, I was even thinking about like pawning my wedding ring. And that was a horrible idea because if you already right. don't have the money, right. Um, you know, I'm like, but I never did. Thank God. Um, I did call a place, um, that you get like the title loans, you know, for your car. And I was thinking about doing that, but oh my God, the interest rates and the fees, it's like, that doesn't make any sense at all. So I didn't do that, but I was literally this. The, okay. So let me go back. So I'm doing the dishes and the vision that I, I, that came to me was like, I felt like I was in like water so I was like in the ocean and we had all these high waves and I was just like flailing about my arms you know I wasn't like floating I wasn't calm I was just like struggling to grab on to like whatever was there that I could grab onto to save myself whatever was there and there was like nothing there so I'm like literally you know just flailing about and um like then I um, like it came to me that I just needed to stop struggling, like stop the struggle. And so in that, like I could see myself like stop trying to grasp for something, which I felt like I was grasping for things by me trying to find ways for me to bring money in, you know, pawning <laughs> my, my most prized jewelry, you know, as well as, um, my vehicle, um, just to make right. some, bring some money in. And so it was like, stop struggling, stop trying to grasp for things, stop trying to do it yourself. And so like the vision was I stopped and like, I was just floating and like everything was, it was like started to calm down. It was more peaceful. I felt like a hundred percent better. Um, and then it really like, for me, it, really helped me see how I try to control things. Yeah. You know, um, and I wasn't like, 
I was in resistance to the experience that we were going through. I, I didn't want to be there. Um, it did, didn't feel good to me. I mean, whenever, whenever anyone's struggling financially, it does not feel good. No. So I was in resistance to that. Um, and then I was like trying everything I could to fix it when really all I needed to do is let go. So I felt like that was like a, an aha moment and a turning point because once I saw what I was doing and I let go, it's like things like it wasn't like overnight that they immediately got better, but things started like working for us and things worked out for us. And it was like, yeah. Oh my God. And I don't think I could have gotten to those places if I had still continued that struggle. And meanwhile, I'm stressing myself out, you know, I'm worried. I'm, you know, it's just a horrible place and feeling to be in all the time making myself sick. <laughs> yeah. No, and it, it does. It makes you sick. It makes you anxious. Um, you know, because you're living in that future place. And what do they say? Like, uh, anxiety is living in the future, but you don't know what's there. So you're just guessing. And then the part of your mind that is an asshole is what's guessing. Yeah. Based on past experiences, right? Your yes. past experiences. So your guesses are so limited as to how things are going to turn out when really, you know, if all things are possible, we're like only looking at 10% when we're missing out on the 90% of the opportunities and things that could happen right. in our lives. Right. Right. Anything could happen. I mean, that anything. And we just always assume it's the worst. Like we, we'll put together the worst, even if the best has happened. Yep. Like to us, yep. like our, our brain's like, oh no, well forget about all this good stuff that's happened. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even putting that into calculation. I'm gonna, we're gonna think about all the bad things that could possibly happen. Yeah. Um, and it, and then you try to control every little bit. Well, I gotta have this first, and I gotta have this first. And I know I I did it all last year, and I remember. Um, my, my coach, Mike Kiko, I remember when I met him, I hated him because he told me I had to let go of that. And we had a huge fight. I know you and I have talked about that. Yeah. Oh, that he'll probably, if he ever hears this, he, that he'd get a big kick out of it <laughs> because I did. I, he was like, you just gotta let that go and you gotta do this. And I'm like, no, but you, I mean, you have to be ready to do it because to let go of that is like, I mean, it's a whole death. I mean, it's letting go is like killing that part of you. Yes. Um, you know, you, you have to be able to have that death and have the funeral for yourself and then move on with this new version. It's like a Phoenix, you all burn down and then you reappear as this beautiful, you know, it's like a, reappearance. but it, it's really scary. It's scary. It's yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, and, and, and when I was going through that, I kept trying to bring myself back to like the present moment and like, okay, well right now in this moment, you know, does it, does it matter if, you know, I haven't been able to pay this bill? No. Right. You know, do we still have, are we still together? You know, are we still healthy? Um, what are, what are the things that are truly important to me? And, and maybe me paying, not paying a bill isn't that big of a deal, you know, but society likes to make you think that 
no, you, you have to, you know, everything needs to be paid on time, if not early, you know, heaven forbid you get behind, you know, you're going to ruin your credit, you're never going to be able to recover. And sure, I mean, it, it's done some damage, but it's all recoverable. It's all well, recoverable. It is. And it's all imaginary. So when I go yeah. reading, that's what they, the records are always like. There's no such thing as a credit score. It's all <laughs> there's it's it's imaginary. It's it's made up. There's no such thing as you know money. I mean, money is just energetic representation of what we're doing. So it's all made up stuff. So when you're worrying about it, you're worrying about it. It could all collapse tomorrow. Somebody could go in, remove every single record. We the the stock market could you know everything. I mean, think about when the stock market crashed. Yeah. It was all gone, all gone, oh and it didn't matter. The people yep. that the people that knew that they could recover, recovered. And the people that didn't became, you know, poor and, you know, whatever. Like, it, it's all in how your mind works. I can do this. I can manage this. There's going to be a new representation of, of your energy. It'll come back. Um, you just got to be able to redo it yourself. I mean, anybody who's made money knows that there's always money available. I can create this. I've had it to where I was like, oh, shoot, I don't know where I'm going to get this money from. And then my brain will make up. Oh, well, I could do this, make, create this program and then I could make up all that money by the end of the pro. You know what I mean? You can, there's always a way to make money. There's always something you can do. You can go be a waitress. You can go do something. I mean, that's all like, is not, I mean, I, I, I mean, you may not want to do that, but then you got to decide what, what you want to do and what you don't, you know? Right. Right. And what there's you're willing to do. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I get that. And it, it's just, um, get hard whenever, or it can be difficult. Um, like when you're in the middle of it and, yeah, and I know like, like we can see the other side, we can't, we can't see the other side. We aren't focused on what is, um, important. Um, what's really, truly important, you know, um, which isn't if I'm paying my bill on time or not. I mean, and you can always take care of it later. And, you know, and really all of that situation took care of itself. Um, yeah. It works out. Um, we recovered. You know, we're still working through things. And we became more clear as to how we want to go going, you know, what, what we want to do going forward and how we want things to look like. But, you know, so I'm, I'm glad for the experience. And I'm glad. I feel like it really helped me see where I'm trying to control because for me control is about um feeling safe so you know I grew up not um in a necessarily safe environment and so I've realized that I do I try to control things because I feel safer um by doing so and um it's it's not working out for me it's actually holding me back because um there's so much more that is available to me that I'm not seeing because I'm trying to hang on to the past. It's And, and I think that's depression comes like depression and anxiety yes. all comes from that part yeah. because you're like, why can't I get there? And you're like, why aren't you doing something? You know, you're kill that old person, kill it. It's gone. It's gone. It's going to look so you, you want a different life. You're not going to get it by staying where you're at. So, no. I, you know, and we, you know, I know this, you know, this, and, it, and yeah, it sounds, it sounds simple. I know it's scary as shit. I've been there. 
you know, it took me a, a years to get to where I was like, all right, I guess it's, it's either move or, you know, I, you know, I can't do this no more. Um, and when, once I started making the decision to move forward, everything happened like in an easy, and just like with you, everything like was, t- you're like, I got to let this go. And I remember you calling me going, you won't believe what happened. They're taking care of this. They're taking care of this. And we were like, yep. remember laughing about it? Yeah. And I know. Was and like, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> and I was so worried and so afraid and didn't know how we were going to get out of the situation. And, you know, we were, you know, blessed and things got taken care of. And that felt amazing. Yeah. Um, and it just re it to me, it's just like reiterated how important it is to just, you know, and, and I always think of this, let go and let God, you know, trust, yeah. trust that it's going to work out, you know, be aware of, are you, what are, what are you focused on? Um, like, is it all the negative and how things aren't working or are you like finding the positive and being open to possibilities in your life, opportunities. Yeah. Cause they're, they're not going to just, they don't just come to people that you have to put into action. I think that's the thing with the law of attraction. Everybody's like, I'm going to make a vision board and I'm just going to look at it and meditate on it every day. And then everything's just going to come to me. A new car is going to come sitting in my driveway. Um, uh, my husband will like me better. Uh, you know, it, and that's just not the case. You have to act on, you know, what's, you have to act on it. You have to show the universe that you really want it. Cause otherwise it's just, it's just a thought or, you know, how bad do you want something? You, you must not want it very bad. If you're just going to say, you I want to, this. and sit on have, it. Yeah. You have to start stepping up into it as well. And that's what's tricky because it's it's usually us um being different than how we usually are being. And we're only the way we are because we get comfortable in that, you know, but when you get to the place where you realize this isn't who I want to be and it's not working for me anymore, I mean that's a great jumping off place to get you to where you want to go. And you need to really start thinking about where do I want to be? How do I want to feel? How do you know, I want to be seen. How do I want my life to be? And, you know, go from there. Yeah. Um, I had a, actually had a client like in, I think early 2018 and we would talk and we, we'd be like, okay, um, you need to make little movements, just little movements. And she would not make the little movements. So if you want to look healthier and be healthier, you can't sit around and still eat the same things that make you unhealthy. Yep. You, you know what I mean? I, I can't sit here and eat McDonald's every day and go, I'm going to have a thin, healthy body. I'm going to sit on the couch and eat McDonald's. And, and that's the way, you know, you know, it makes perfectly good sense. I'm going to have to get off the couch at least, at, you know, a little bit a day, drink more water, eat some vegetables. You're going to have to make those little bitty changes. So I would have her visualize, where do you want to be? Like, two years from now, a year from now. And then I'd say, okay, if you were that person, what activities would you be doing? And then she'd tell me, and I'd be like, okay, what can you start tomorrow? And she'd tell me, but guess what? A week later when we got on a call, 
she did not make any of those changes. And that is, you'd be, and then she'd be like, but, you know, and now she's still in the same place. And this was, this is 2020. And yeah. you're like, all right, well, you know, if you don't move, you're going to still be in the same place. Yeah. But if you well, make because- a decision to move, you could be, your life can be changed by next week. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is it's, it's, it's so scary for like our subconscious, you know, our old self, because us doing something different is death to yes. our old self. And so they're only, it's only seeing it as like death and, and it will do everything possible to keep you from, you know, going in that direction because once you go in that direction and you start doing new things versus what you used to always do that that part of you basically is dying but it's not a bad thing it's a good thing yeah it's not truly death you're not dying I mean it might feel like it sometimes but you're not (laughs) no 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 and and it does and it's scary and it's a whole big change and then you're like uh you know um I was telling you before this call you know um, I, I didn't know, like I was trying to get my house payment reduced because of money, my money situation, but I've been able to make enough money for my house payment. And then they told me they weren't going to work with me. I either had to sell my house or make my house payment. Um, but I've had a set amount in my account since things changed for me. And I keep having this set amount in my account, my account, I pay bills. I still have this amount. I pay bills. I still have this amount. And I'm like, it's like magic because I trusted that I could do it. And so yep. when they told me that, um, I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to be able to, the universe must think I'm going to be able to do this because I'm doing it. And so I'm just going to trust that it's going to give me what Work I need. Out. Yep. Yeah. Well, and think about it, though, and I want to ask you this. So when you went to them asking if they can reduce your payment, do you feel like you were coming from that lack, that old, you know, lack perspective, yes. that old space? Even it was though the fear. Been, that, yeah, the fear. It was the so, fear that I wasn't going to have somebody to help me out. It's just me. Like, even, like, we'll go to eat. My daughter went past the house, and it was way more than I expected to pay and uh she's like mom do you want me to give you money and I'm like no if I need money I'll ask for money um you know I was like no you know my daughter is older she's not little so everybody knows my my kid is an adult um she's kind of like my roommate now um but she's like she could see the worry on my face when I got the bill and I was like why am I worried I I still have this amount in my account (laughs) yeah still there you know and if something happens and I need to go make money um I mean I'm signed up to DoorDash if I have to I'm signed you know you could do you know I'm sure I can get a waitressing job in like two seconds um if I have to there's always things that I can do if I have to you know um there's always something for us to do yes yes there is and And I haven't had to very happy you haven't you haven't had to so that's that's what you should focus more on is you know hey it's been working we've been taking um I have had the money I'll continue to have the money I might not know exactly how but that's not for me to figure out um and that to me also it it helps you 
move into that like trust, um, that state of trust, because I've also struggled with that because, you know, and I didn't always, I didn't realize that that was a struggle for me, but um, is either trusting people, trusting, you know, that God's going to take care of it, the universe, it's going to work out. Um, because again, you know, I'm programmed and I'm conditioned that, oh, well, when something good happens, you know, it, something bad's probably going to happen. Um, and that type of thing, you know, but it's just, it's like continually first being aware of how you're thinking and what's going on and then moving through that because it's not true. And, um, no, no, not at all. And we limit ourselves so much when we buy into those belief, those limiting beliefs. Yeah. And we, we hold that's all it is. Well, and the way our brains work is that it wants to keep you safe. So your, your yes. brain wants to keep you safe. It, it, it's like, okay, well you're, we're safe right now. So let's just stay here. We're safe. We're safe. We're getting our needs met. And then you're like, I'm going to move a little bit. It's really scary. It's really uncomfortable. Let's go back. It's why people gain and lose weight. Yeah. Excessively, you know, um, as soon as you get like down to a certain weight, um, you start getting more compliments. Uh, you might get more attention and you've created this weight to, I, I know, you Keep know, it, you this, yeah. To protect yourself. And then you're like, Oh no, Oh no, I better go eat. You know, yeah. but your brain won't say go eat it to keep you safe. It'll say, nope. uh, you, I'm stressed out. It'll create some stressed out event that you're like, I got to go eat some donut or, you know, yep. or, I've done so well. I can reward myself and reward myself and reward myself and reward myself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and again, it's, it's trying, our bodies are trying to keep us safe. They're trying to keep us in control because that's what we, you know, if we know what's going to happen, if we have control over things, then we get that false sense of security. Um, mm -hmm. But I feel like life more and more is just like teaching us that that is not going to work. It's not going to work. Look, this is happening. You know, this is going to happen to you. You're, you're going to continually get, or at least for me anyway, continually mm -hmm. get like, um, you know, the rug pulled out from under me, you know, not expecting things to happen that did happen just to mm -hmm. um, help me see that, hey, look, look what you're doing. Look how you're approaching life. It's not working for you. Um, let's, let's, let's change some things up. Let's trust me. Trust that I'm going to yes. trust yes. that it's going to work out. Um, and that's like, how oh. it is. Yes. And that's how it is always. I can even use the house example. Um, I was coming from a fear place and I, you know, of course you manifest, okay, they're going, you're, you're like thinking I'm going to manifest them helping me take care of this. And they're like, no. And then I'm like, you know, some people could be like, oh, it didn't work. I didn't man, you know, but it's not that it's trusting. Okay. Well then it's going to show me that I'm strong enough to do this on my own. Yeah, and that's what it exactly is doing. Yes. Because, yes. because you probably had a false sense of security when you had two incomes coming into your house versus just yours. And so you're in a position right now that 
this is kind of uncomfortable for you and you're not quite sure how that's going to work out. And so you're wanting to figure out how to control it. And, and yeah, and you can't. No, there's no controlling it. But there's really no reason to, because as you've seen from, if you just look at the experience that you've had recently, it's taking care of itself some way, somehow you have the money. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been so yeah, it's been there. Um, so that's, that's like the first thing I think of when I think of letting go, but there was another thought that I had that I wanted to, um, talk about, cause it's not just letting go of control. Um, I feel like, and some struggle with this more than others, but it's also like really letting go of like certain emotions that we tend to hang on to. Like I know some people that if, um, you know, it's like if they're crossed or they feel like you've crossed them or done them wrong, they will literally like take that anger um, to their grave. You know what I mean? And there's just like no going back, you know, and it's, and it's for me, it's like so heartbreaking because I'm like, oh my God, you know, because I feel like I can see like the emotion, like being buried in this, this, um, this, this anger just building up inside them towards whatever happened or whatever person they felt did them wrong. And like, literally, I mean, like eating away at their their body, their health, their, <laughs> their mm-hmm. heart, you know, and, and I'm like, literally, you're like digging a grave for yourself. And it reminds me of and I think anger is the emotion, but I, I'm sure it could be used. Um, other ones can be put in there. But it was like, what holding on to anger is like, um, drinking poison, poison and expecting the other person to die. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not going to happen. You're doing so much more harm to yourself than than you even realize it. And some people just live that way, and it's it's not healthy, not physically, no. mentally, emotionally, spiritually. There's a better way, and to me, that better <laughs> way is let that shit go, let it go. <laughs> not worth it. Yes. No, it's not. It's really not worth it. And it causes illness and it causes, you know, um, disease, disease, as Abraham would say. Yes. And I'm very big on, of like, okay, if you have problems with your kidneys, it's little bits of anger that you're not releasing. Um, so if you're passive aggressive and holding on to all this anger and not letting it process, um, I believe cancer is whenever you're so angry, it eats up at you. Yeah literally eating your body um you know a lot of those emotions cause you know so much havoc in your body and it's just better if you just you know you process the emotion accept that you have it and you know it it just works better it does and and what i what i like to do is like give the other person so let's say someone did something that you felt they should have done things differently. Um, Like they should have been there for you and they, maybe they weren't and you felt like you could have really needed them. So it like really hurt your feelings. So then you're mad at them. Let's just say, you know, I like to always kind of 
um, look at it from a more compassionate viewpoint. And honestly, I wasn't always like this. Um, I've, you know, kind of grown into it. Yeah. (laughs) Evolved into it, but approach it from more compassion because honestly, you know, we're, we're having an expectation of the other person and that there's the first issue in, in my mind, because no one is ever going to live up to your expectations because we're all basically, you know, we're, we're all self focused. I mean, we can't live our lives, but being selfish, you know, for the most part. Um, so the expectation was there, which they're not ever going to be able to live up to. Secondly, um, give them the benefit of the doubt because you don't know what they were going through. You don't know what, you know, why they decided to do what they did. And even though it hurt you, you know, you, you just, you don't know, maybe it brought up a lot of feelings, you know, from, from something they experienced, you know, earlier in their life that they just couldn't Mm -hmm. deal with. Maybe they were sick or maybe they were traveling or, or whatever it might be. Just look at it. Like, you know, you put yourself in their shoes and try to try to get a better understanding as to maybe why they would have done. Well, that's the I thing. Mean, you just never know what anybody is going through. You know, I, I actually had that a couple years ago. Um, I know I, I had a really tough time with some stuff that happened. you know, last year. And, um, a lot of people, they got angry because they're like, you're not behaving like yourself. And instead of being, and to me, when you're friends with somebody and you're like, you're not behaving like yourself, they took it personally. And I think I talked about this when we did personally, they took it personally, instead of being like, you must be going through some really hard shit. How, how can I help you? You know? And, And it's, it's even, you know, you gotta, you know, let go of the control of how other people need to behave to make you happy because they don't, yeah. <laughs> you'll just lose a friend or, you know, maybe you're okay with that, but you know, really, you know, you just gotta, you know, let go of your control of how everybody needs to be and what needs to happen. And this person needs to behave this way for me to be you know, happy happy or complete because it's not true. And everybody has bad days. Everybody has bad times. Everybody doesn't feel good all the time. I could be sick today and not be like my peppy, happy self. And if somebody's like, what's, you know, and I do this too, I'll go, what's wrong with you? Something's wrong. I know something's wrong. And if somebody just says, look, I don't feel well today, you know, then I'm usually like, okay, then I know it's you. So I try to say, look, I don't feel well. And then if somebody keeps going on, nope, nope, I know it's me. No, it's not. I don't feel well. <laughs> <laughs> what did I you know, do? Did you, I do something outside you? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, it's just, that's, you know. No, it, it, had nothing, just, it, it had nothing to do with you, right? No, right, right. And, and it's just letting go of the control of people need to behave this way to make me happy. Yes. Um, and so that... Just, when I, when I think about that, I always come back to unconditional love. And I will say that that's been like one of the biggest things my son has taught me, not like literally sat down and taught me, but just in our relationship and our experience with each other. Yeah. He's like, look, mom, 
this is unconditional yeah. love, you know, and, 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 I, and I'm saying that because so many times, especially when we have little kids, we're like, we want them, you know, we have an expectation that let's say they're going to behave and they're going to do X and they're going to listen and they're going to, you know, they're going to be this nice, sweet child who is always going to listen to us. But in reality, does that happen? No. No, <laughs> um, it does not happen. And so I learned like one of the first things, okay, first I got to let go of this expectation because it's just not reasonable um, at all whatsoever. Um, it's not my child. I'm like putting me, you know, my thoughts and stuff I'm projecting onto him and that's not who he is. And then secondly, um, I, I noticed like, Let's say it's been a long time since we've gone through this, but um, like he he would like when he was a toddler, you know, he might be throwing a fit. And because of how I was raised, I, you know, at times I spanked him and I wanted him to stop because I felt like he was not behaving properly. He was freaking four, three, three, four years old, you know, so right. interesting. How properly. He, right. <laughs> Probably what I had in my head. He wasn't listening, right? Adults that throw bigger temper tantrums, and we always are like, oh, well, they must be having a bad day. But kids aren't allowed to have a, they aren't allowed to be mad at you. They aren't allowed to have a bad day. They're not allowed allowed to cry or scream, or especially if they can't express, like if they can't verbally talk, you know, how can we expect them not to like cry and scream if they're upset about something? That's their way of just like, getting it out let them get it out but but um but I learned though that that never me me behaving that me reacting to him in that way with punishment never worked I mean it didn't even have to be spanking it could have been time out it never worked and it always made the situation like way worse and made it take way longer and then we both like felt horrible so like one day you know, he was older and it, it kind of came to me that when, when my, and I don't know if it was something I read, but, um, it probably was, um, but it was like, okay, our, our reaction when our child is misbehaving is to like pull our love away from them. Right. Cause we, we kind of want to punish thing you them. That's yeah. the worst thing. And I realized I was doing that because I was expecting him to, to be somebody else, to, to act a certain way. And he wasn't. And so then I was mad at him. So what I started doing and I realized, you know, this is the time that he needs my love more than anything else is yes. when he is misbehaving um, or what I would say misbehaving. Um, so I actually started approaching it more from that standpoint was not punishment, but from love. And like, I got in there and it really, it's unconditional love because you're loving them regardless of the conditions, regardless of the behavior. And so often we put conditions on people in our lives. And And especially the people we love the most. Yes. Yes. And it doesn't work. It does not work. (laughs) So So when I started approaching it more from a loving perspective and I like got down to like his level and I like stopped reacting, I stopped reacting. I, not to say that I don't ever, you know, I'm human, but Mm -hmm. I got down more to his level. I came to him and, you know, was like, 
listening to him. I was trying to get him to like talk to me, to tell me what was going on. And if he couldn't, that was fine. But I was like, let me give you a hug. You know, I got, I was more loving and I was, I took time out of whatever I was in the middle of doing to be there for him. And I found that these issues, like they cleared up a lot faster than how they used to, you know, he Mm -hmm. didn't get as escalated as he used to. I felt like our, you know, more closer to him, but I was basically, I was giving him love, you know, and that's what he needed. And then whenever he was calmed down enough, we could have a conversation about what happened or maybe how we can look at it, approach it differently next time, you know, just, it it made a huge difference and I can't help, but, take that, you know, my own experience and my lesson and going back to the unconditional love, even at the worst behavior with my son who easily taught me that and, and tried to apply it to other people, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. It, that was, it's just it was loving powerful. people where they're at really. And, and yes. not, you know, again, not taking things personally, you know, and you can't control how other people act. It's not, it it won't end well, you know, even with kids, then I'm, then we're, you know, having to heal stuff later in life and (laughs) then you got to send them to me. (laughs) Then, then they're traumatized. (laughs) Right. We're all, because we're traumatized and we haven't, we're traumatizing our child. So the cycle's just repeating and it's going on and on and on. Yeah, I know. Right. Right. Um, but you know, I feel like more and more now, especially now we are waking up to this shit that we're doing that isn't working, hasn't worked. We're becoming more aware and we are stepping into, um, doing, doing things differently that, you know, maybe are from a more loving, um, accepting non-judging space yeah at least for me I mean that's been my experience and so I do try to um look at other people that way too and it reminds me I mean if you're Christian you know mostly I it reminds me of like what Jesus Christ was doing I mean he preached and taught unconditional love and we have to realize that so much um so so many times we put conditions on things and all the time yeah all the time and it, it's not helpful so that's something else that we can let go of you know but it's hard to let go of things when you don't realize you're doing them so awareness is huge in yeah. this process yeah. as well yeah. so yeah you know and looking at okay well all right my an example would be, okay, he's getting upset. How you, you react. Okay. I just reacted. Why did it, why did I react like that? You know, most of the time it's not even all him. It's because you're frustrated about something too. And yes. you're just projecting it onto whoever the other person is. Um, it really has nothing to do with them. So just, you know, asking those like questions and stopping and taking a moment to see what you're doing and, trying to understand why am I doing it and wanting 
you know, things to be different and to be changed and a, a lot of let go of a lot of stuff. Right. I mean, yeah. you're, you'd be, you'd be so much more happier. I know everybody I would be happier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody would be happy. Right. It's yeah. like, Oh, just let it go. And, and, you know, so many times we tend to, we don't want to feel emotions. So we stuff them down and we don't feel them and, you know, they just build up and life likes to give us opportunities for them to come back up. And what are we doing when that happens? Are we, are we working through them? Are we allowing them to come up and move through us? Or are we continually stuffing them down? Cause one day, just going to be like a big explosion if we're doing that (laughs) yeah it's going to come up well whether you like it or not (laughs) yeah you don't yeah you you don't get it it'll come up one way or the other yeah and it does and you know uh, uh so it doesn't always have to be that difficult but you know a lot of times we're we make it a lot more difficult than it has to be yeah we do and I feel like the ant, the you know, let's simplify it. Let's make it less difficult. Let's, um, let's just like kind of let go of stuff. Let's just try, like you know, stop trying to control the the situation. Because right. you're not. It's you're not really ever in control. Ever. We're not. It's it's, <laughs> it's an illusion when we think we are. Um, yeah. We're not. And I feel like for, you know, for so many kids are a great example of that because it's so funny when I hear new parents, oh, well, my child's going to do this and this and this. And it's like, okay, we'll see. <laughs> and and, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, my kid's going to play baseball because I play oh, yeah. baseball and my kid wants to do this because wants to be in dance and you'll put them in dance and they're going to be like, I fucking hate this I hate shit. hate dance. Yeah. And, and they don't or, like it. they're going to do it to please you. Yeah. And then you've a bunch of money because then they're in high school hating your guts. Yeah. Or trying right. to be, you know, I mean, you know, and we can't live vicariously through your kids. No. No, and, and that's, <laughs> you know, and, and that's the thing. Um, we, so often, like, we have this image in our heads, and that's a great example because it's like, you know, especially I guess with dads, you know, they're having, say they're having a son and they're like, Oh my God, you know, he's going to, he's going to play, you know, baseball and football and he's going to be great, you know, and then you have this child who wants nothing to do like with these sports and you have a choice. You can force him to do something he hates and have to deal with that. Or you can just let him find and do what he loves to do and love him regardless not resent him, love him for who he is as he is versus thinking he's not enough because he doesn't match the image you have in your head of how you thought he would be. What a great, great lesson. What a great teacher our our children are for us. And they really are. They they are. Oh my God. Huge. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Huge. They are. They're really fantastic. Many ways. And I'm still, yeah. yeah. I mean, from day one, he has been, he has been that for me. So, 
So yeah, there was a lot there. I love that so much. Yeah. Letting go. So how would you, I don't, I don't know. I'm sure we probably touched on it, but how, how do we just let go? I mean, do we just make the decision? Um, you know, there's, you have to um, force yourself to move forward because your brain's going to try to keep you nice and safe and cushy. I think that's what happens to the majority of people. That's why people, yeah, uh, you know, they all live in these little houses and want to be like everybody else and, and get, gets, you know, stuck in these situations. You, the people that are living their dream life and like doing stuff, it's, it's because they push themselves usually to the limit, uh, you know, to their brains or they've been extremely focused on, on that kind of thing. So I, I think you just got to push yourself again, going back to the one called from out, getting out, you know, not being stuck, but um, you're going to have to move. You're going to have to, to do wiggle. something. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't have to look like, like, you know, pushing to do something that is so very uncomfortable. Um, but understand that there is going to be a level of uncomfortableness. Um, yeah. yeah, there you go. That's better. <laughs> I just yeah. made that. Um, <laughs> of discomfort and because you're just not used to it. And I, I still, you know, struggle with that and things. Well, we all do. I think everybody does. Anytime you're trying to like upgrade or up level or, or move yourself into more, um, these, these, yeah, your brain, your subconscious mind is like, whoa, wait a minute, that doesn't feel good. I don't know what's going to happen. Let's not go there. Um, and we, and actually, a lot of times, and we talked about this, I think on the last call with boundaries is, it's your inner child who is like scared to shitless, um, not wanting you to move forward, because it doesn't feel safe to her or him. Um, mm-hmm. and so what self-care, self-love during those times, um, is important. Um, having that connection mm-hmm. with the inner child, understanding why, maybe more why, um, you are feeling so much resistance to it. It's not that it's a bad thing. Um, but it could, it could be scary. Like if all your life you've like hung on to something, a grudge or anger you've had towards somebody and now you're revisiting it and, and you want to let it go. It's different than who you've been before. So there's going to be some resistance to it. Um, but it's not serving you by, by hanging on to it at all. No. No. And then. Yeah, and then in your own life, in order to move forward and to make changes, I feel like we have to let go of control. Yeah. That control piece is the biggest thing. I find that that's what keeps everybody stuck. And, you know, you feel like you have to control everything. And, you know... You're, you're not. There's nothing you can control. Nothing's in your control. It's complete illusion. Not your job. 
not your kids, not your family, not your nope. pets, nothing. Because you could, honestly, you could lose everything tomorrow. Everything. I mean, and then how, how are you, how are you going to risk going to react i mean is it going to be the end of your life or are you going to like see that okay well these material things really weren't important and right you know my job that i thought i had to have that was making me miserable and i hated going to every day but i did it because i was familiar with it right you know maybe that wasn't the best thing for me and what what do i really love what let's look at that and maybe go in a completely different direction. So a lot of times I feel like there's, these are blessings and disguises, you know, that we don't always see, but it's always happening for us, for our benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, we could freak out about it um, or we can make the best of it. Yeah. Well, remind- freak out that's not helping you or nobody else. No. Right. Yep. I agree. Yes. And a lot of people, I feel like experience that when they've like had a job, especially for a long time, and then they like get laid off yeah. permanently, you know, <laughs> like, um, and then they're like, oh my God, what do I do? This was me. This was like, cause you somehow incorporate that into your being, your identity, you incorporate it into your identity, but was it really you? No. No, it was just a job. It was just like a tool. It was something you did to make money. There, in reality, there's so many ways to make money. Yep, there really is. You'll find a way. There'll be something else. Something, yeah, will happen. So, yeah. So yeah. So letting go. Great, a great topic. Yes. So much, so much involved there. Um. And I feel like it's easier to do as you um, become aware of what it is you're doing and why and understanding and seeing that, hey, control, trying to control stuff is not helping me at all. So, and there are times when I, it's easy for me to let go and there are times when they're not. It's like one step forward, one step back, (laughs) two steps forward, two steps back. Well, it takes a lot, you know, it, I think it's a lot of, I don't know, you know. Don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know what's coming. We don't know what to expect. And, you know, we're not going to know. Yeah. No, we're not. Not always. No. You, you can't predict how people are going to behave. You can't predict anything. So to try is not helpful. No. It just kind of like further makes us stuck. Yep. And then you got to go listen back and listen to a different episode. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. So I think I'm ready to wrap it up. I think we're good. Yes. I think so. Um, So much to talk about. And yeah, so it's got me actually thinking and we'll talk more about like next week because I think this might be a good segue into um, talking more about like setting intentions and maybe manifesting um, and that type of thing because perfect yes we don't have control however I do feel that we can set up our energy um, 
Oh, know. and then I get to talk about the video game. Yes. You get to talk about what? <laughs> uh, the video game. The video uh, game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah, I think that might be a great segue um, from, from this conversation. So, I think yeah. we already have our next next week's topic. Um, All right. So, yeah. so, we will um, talk to you guys later. Love you all. Love you, Summer. Love you. Love everybody. Have a great, have a great week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.